This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1567. One Principle Above All Others Will Increase Happiness in Your Marriage, Part 1, by Christina Eden of CoreLivingEssentials.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the beginning of a two-parter here on ORD. I'm your host and narrator, Greg Audino, uh, equipped today with a longer article that I will be reading between today and tomorrow. Christina Eden of Core Living Essentials is here to share the single principle that she believes will increase happiness the most in marriages. So let's hear what she has to say and jump into part one here as we start optimizing your life. One Principle Above All Others Will Increase Happiness in Your Marriage Part 1 by Christina Eden of CoreLivingEssentials.com Question We've read many books on how to save our marriage, and it seems like nothing sticks. We still have huge arguments, and then it's back to the sulking and avoiding and the loneliness. Why do all of these things not work for us? They sound good, and they still don't work. We both have the intention to improve at one time or another. Why won't these skill sets work? Answer. The best answer for that is that we are missing the one principle that governs them all, our ability to persevere or be consistent. It boils down to the moment conflict happens. Do we choose to live our principles or react? When life doesn't go as we planned or someone else made a mistake that affects us, Do we choose to react out of fear, anger, or pain? Or do we react according to our principles? Even when someone makes us mad or hurts us, are we consistent in living what we know is right? We get overwhelmed or even steeped in fear, and we believe that we really don't have the ability to do these things. Do we feel this is just not who we are? Or is it that we don't know of a better way? Does that better way seem to not work the first few times anyway? There are three connected traits that play a large role in why we struggle to be consistent. Being self-aware, having strong character, and having a deep desire. Let's take being self-aware first. Do we realize that at times we are our own worst enemy? Do we have full understanding of how our actions affect others? Do we realize that sometimes we choose to go against what we believe to be right? Being self-aware includes stepping away from our go-go daily schedule which we often do in autopilot to get through it all. We need to be present in the activities and take control of them, not autopilot. Also, self-awareness includes our instinctual reactions. We need to pause before we react to a situation, comment, or others' actions, and we need to take control of our reaction to be in line with our principles. So, instead of calling out profanities to someone who cut you off on the road because you're late, you can pause a moment and realize that they might also be late. Eckhart Tolle stated, 
awareness is the greatest agent for change. End quote. The word self-aware seems to be the latest buzzword. You hear this word a lot. Yet, what do we really understand about what it means? In theory, it sounds good. But how often do we really practice it? Simply stated, it is paying attention to what is going on around us and inside us. In practicing self-awareness, pay special attention to what you're thinking, what you're doing, how you react to what others are doing, what cycles in your life do you keep repeating time after time, and what you say and how others react to it. Eckhart Tolle explains this concept, quote, Be present as the watcher of your mind, of your thoughts and emotions, as well as your reactions in various situations. Be at least as interested in your reactions as in the situation or person that causes you to react. Notice also how often your attention is in the past or future. Don't judge or analyze what you observe. Watch the thought, feel the emotion, observe the reaction. Don't make a personal problem out of them. You will then feel something more powerful than any of those things that you observe. The still, observing presence itself behind the content of your mind. The silent watcher. End quote. The biggest success from being self-aware is that you can then discern if what you are thinking, feeling, and doing is in line with your principles. Are you really being who you think you are? Is this preventing you from becoming your best self? What are you doing to self-sabotage? Barry Davenport states, quote, We can't be fully ourselves and fully alive. We can't experience the depths of joy, intimacy, authenticity, connection, peace, and fulfillment without constantly seeking self-awareness, end quote. I might add to this, be honest with yourself. Trait 2. Character. Our character reveals itself in hard times. We live in a world that is dictated by logical force. People often tell us, I had to do it because they did it to me. Even in family abusive situations, they feel obligated to dole out punishment whenever there's any kind of disturbance. This is a learned perspective. Is it right? No. We can learn to have greater character. It comes to light when we are in a bad situation. It's easy to have character when things are going good and everyone's in a good mood. Our character is built in the small places in our heart, and in the quiet reserves of privacy, and in the times of trials and resistance. Character is when you live by your principles no matter the circumstance or the mood. It's when you decide to be morally strong. As Stephen Covey stated, quote, We must have a private victory before we have a public victory. End quote. What we live behind the scenes is what emerges in public. We cannot hide it. To be continued. You just listened to part one of the post titled, one Principle Above All Others Will Increase Happiness in Your Marriage by Christina Eden of corelivingessentials.com When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And thanks a lot to Christina for this first part. And an interesting place to break before proceeding with the rest tomorrow, that, uh, that quote from Stephen Covey about needing to have a private victory before having a public one. This is a really nice thought. But 
it is ultimately rendered useless if we don't also remember how long it can take to have those private victories. Christina mentions an example of someone bringing abusive tendencies to their own relationship and citing their own upbringing as the reason why. Well, it can be the reason. It shouldn't be an excuse, and it certainly doesn't validate such behavior. But strong traumatic conditioning can make it very difficult, if not impossible, to live in the present at all times and constantly keep our character in check. We don't owe it to anyone else who treats us this way to stay with them or stay subject to it, but we really have to be careful of how easy we might assume it is to recover from such trauma and live a life in which our actions are not influenced by it. Living by our principles versus reacting is not always a simple choice. Once it becomes one, that's that private victory we heard about towards the end. But by no means is it an easy road to get there for everyone, which is why we really need to be careful when determining the character of others, um, as well as why we need to be very diligent and consistent when crafting our own character. But that is going to do it. More to come tomorrow, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this first part and that you are looking forward to the rest. Enjoy the remainder of your day, and I'll see you for the continuation tomorrow. That's where your optimal life awaits.